And like I don't have my fan, but I had Febreze air. <laughs> Everybody else has a Yay. fan. Like it didn't get in my coffee. That's like kind of all that matters. But um, hello and welcome to The Cup, the currently unnamed podcast where we put the real and the tea in reality. And you can always come to us first to quench your thirst. I'm Logan Murphy, a San Diego gay gay because gay. I'm currently on vacation uh can't stop podcasting but um but because of that i got a new mug so my cousins and i uh speed ran the san diego zoo yesterday uh the whole park in three hours uh and it's the biggest one of the biggest zoos in the world i think um but i picked up this beautiful mug so we're that's awesome we're drinking out of this one i'm not gonna do the merch plug because i know like three other people in here have the merch so (laughs) y'all i mean hello hello i am lana your resident diva here to give the tea spill the tea and drink the tea because you know i love me some tea per um and um yeah i'll take a merch link because of course if you want to be like the cool kids and get a cool cup like the cup book you have to go to lanagescreations.etsy.com which is down below in the bio in the description and all of that so get your cup i am currently drinking nothing at the moment because i just had a fabulous meal and drank and so i'm full (laughs) But I am wearing my shades because I'm being extra today because it's an extra special day. It's my birthday, everybody. So I feel like being a true, true diva today. So I'm being very <laughs> extra. So it's my should. birthday. It's my birthday, oh, and it's God. been a great day so much. So I'm oh, excited. So. Mm. Happy birthday. Thank you. Yep. I am Brandon, your professional fangirl of concerts, drag, and video games. Um, As of recording this, I am exhausted out of my damn mind because DC Pride had just ended and it was a blast, but I'm ready to just rest. So, as usual, um, drinking water because hydration is important. Period. Period. Yes. Happy birthday, Miss Lana. Purple Mm -hmm. queen. Yes. Hello, guys. It is me. It is I, Mr. Talented, your favorite guy. And today, as usual, I'm just drinking a generic bottle of water sponsored by Miss Lucy Leduca herself because hydration is important. Let loose. (laughs) It's coming. There it is. (laughs) I had to take it off of loop because if it's on loop, then it's just. And I'm like, I don't need that. <laughs> oh, we all need that. No lie. Well, hello, everybody. I am Eve the Bunny, 
Chicago drag artist, low-key, high-key, over-the-top, undercover, the undiscovered drag artist of Chicago. Also, the unofficial Ivy Park diva of Chicago as well. Um, I have to throw that in there because I was like, I haven't realized <laughs> I haven't been wearing as much Ivy Park as I used to do, and my mom's concert is next month, so I need to get in formation. Mm -hmm. You see what I'm saying? You see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, it is Ivy Brooke Hogan of the Cup. Brooke, how are you guys? <laughs> um, I am a college graduate who plays way too much fucking Smash Brothers. Uh, but for the past week, uh, because I haven't started oh, working in my new location yet. I've been playing a lot of shit, so I played female career mode in 2K23, I played South Park to Stick of Truth, and now I'm playing Hades, and if you know anything about Hades, you realize how much of a fun time I'm having. Um, oh, bitch, I need to talk to you about Hades later. <laughs> oh, after, after the show, absolutely. Yeah. Um, and I'm drinking non-generic water, I'm drinking Aquafina, uh, sponsored by the alien herself, Arlene Dubois, because... <laughs> But there's no ice in your water. Yeah, exactly. There was <laughs> and no ice where's the water. lemon? <laughs> yes. <laughs> they couldn't pick up the ice because of the nails. Exactly. Uh, and of course, hydration is very important. And I am David Healy, and I don't have a cute intro, but I do have a cute shirt. Um, I am wearing one of my favorite shirts in honor of Lana. I had to pick out a purple shirt. And I picked out the very first drag queen shirt I ever bought. And it is from my favorite drag queen, one Shay Coulee. It says, Shady Coulady. And yes, yes, I did get it signed. Um, so, yes, I love this shirt and I love Lana. So, and I am drinking water. Yeah, I forgot yeah. to say that I'm drinking black and white tea again. Of course, as well. shocker, <laughs> standard, standard. I mean, at you know. least you're consistent. I mean, that is true. And you we know, I those, am. As long as they consistently stay a dollar. That part. <laughs> we love and consistency. Something that was not present on this week's episode of RuPaul's Drag Race All Stars Eight. Real quick, and David does love me. He got me print. Per. Yeah. Oh, he got me print. Okay. Wow. <laughs> we both he love Prince. Love me some Prince. Okay. I'm sorry. I just had to put that out there. <laughs> oh, no. You're good. Don't worry about it. But yes. Oh. Episode six, All Stars eight. <sighs> Honey. I mean. Uh, the thing. Honey. Things Honey. happen. Things happen. This honey. is not a good honey. This is the apocalypse, baby. I'm going to give it a good honey. <laughs> One of my favorite, Funny. one of my favorite new reaction videos is just like it. I have it on my page, and it's just a cut clip of like at least five to ten different scenes of Drag Race people, all in different instances of them just saying "ooh." And so it's like, it's like Ross to like Rue to like Raja to like Shay <laughs> to like Monet to like Jasmine Bass. Is everyone just like "ooh, uh, ooh, 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 ooh"? And I was like, "That's that's how I was at right now. That's how that's how it was with this episode." We don't normally do a Survivor crossover, but which Carolyn were you all after watching this episode? Or oh, top left. Top left. Top left for sure. Bottom left. Bottom left. I, I was bottom right. I was orgasmic. Uh, I was more like, I was more like bottom left. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> I'm top right. No, I wasn't in physical pain. I cannot be in physical pain. It's something never changing. Insanity is watching the same thing happen over and over again and expecting a different result, and that's how what has happened with All Stars 8. <laughs> yeah. Well, so we come back into the workroom. 
No one went home because Heidi took herself home. Right. We'll talk about it. Do we, yeah. do we just talk about it now? Might as well. Let's get that out the way. Okay. We are filming this on kind of the day of the explosion of the drama <coughs> Ooh. between Heidi and Kahana. It's been something to see. It's been a What's lot. Been it's been something. I, I, I think well, the, I, I think the, Oh, go ahead. I, I no, just, your birthday. I, go ahead. Oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to take all the advantages. No. Um, <laughs> it's, um, it was, it was interesting. Cause like I woke up this morning and it was just like, what is happening right now? And then it just kept going and kept going. And then videos started coming out and I'm like, what is really ha- like is this for real i didn't know if this was for real or if this was like but then it just it, it just it seems very real to me and people's yeah. feelings are hurt and a lot of um conversations have been had but i think i i think somebody said it before we got on air i feel like it's one-sided i feel like the conversations that are happening are coming from one side and the other person's not really saying anything but just liking tweets about said person so i'm like i don't because uh, okay heidi's been on her life. like i follow heidi on tiktok and so heidi's been live on tiktok heidi's been live on instagram and i've seen a lot of the lives and not heard anything about this converse you know this like she's not saying yeah. anything about kahana specifically yeah. never talked about the is- the issues that was going on none of that but then Kahana is sending out video after video after video is like, look, this is what's going on. And I'm gonna talk about it and I'm 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 a real, I'm real, and I can't wait to see you in Chicago. And I'm like, whoa, it's going down in the shot. Wait, I might need to play. Eve? Eve. I know. Do I need to be do I need to be I spy, I need I'm, your I'm camera need rolling. It. Either either we'll figure out another day to film next week so you could be here, or I'm gonna need a video recap from you, darling. <laughs> but, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I, need, um, I need all the tea. I need all the tea. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah. But yeah, I, I, I also, yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry. I also was like, it, it 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 does seem like the way that it's coming off online is it's becoming almost kind of a one sided thing, even with the fans jumping into it. Um, because of course everyone is just kind of co signing whoever they like the best between the two people. I think the. I think that the funniest thing out of the entire situation, and I don't know if this is something that kind of is, is like perpetuating or if this is a fan thing that kind of started, but I did see this kind of trickle throughout Twitter and <clears throat> a lot of Kahana's followers like agreeing or like making this as a point. But a lot of people were saying something very similar to the effect of if Heidi wouldn't have quit, she would have been the person to end up going home or she would have ended up initially, I guess I say being in the bottom that episode. And that one I feel like is very, very weird because I'm just kind of like, no, I I don't think in any scenario, like regardless of how the scenario played out or what was said between the two of them, Kahana did bad and that's just on her, you know? And I feel like that that's a lot of it too is Kahana's, I feel like personally hurt because of the fact that she, I feel like I feel like it's just like an insecurity thing that's almost like eating at her, you know what I mean? Like, cause I'm like, if you did bad, then okay, you did bad, it's no big deal, da da da, but like, Instead of being like, okay, I did bad, it's no big deal. It's like she's trying to shift the blame to us. Heidi almost like she did amazing in it. And then Heidi just kept making her look bad. And then all we saw from the edit was Heidi making her look bad. And so it was just, it was a very weird 
confrontation. Like I said, I'm going to be very, very, I'm going to be very, I can't wait to see how this turns out at Roscoe's. <laughs> I'll, I'll say that much. Camera ready. I mean, to be fair though, Heidi did post some tweets on her Twitter, uh, uh, some screenshots on her Twitter of mm-hmm. a conversation that her Kahana had. And that's the only thing I've seen that she's really commented on about it. But to me... But even in those tweets, it still seemed like most of the aggression or like most of the ire was really coming from Kahana. Yeah. And like... I- it seems like Heidi just doesn't want anything to do with this, and Kahana is trying to make something happen. But then again, we don't know everything that's going on behind closed doors. But if so, Heidi's posting screenshots, then like she's just uh, perpetuating it. Like that's kind of where I'm like, quite frankly, neither of them look good in this scenario. Taking two different approaches is fine, and like doing whatever you want to do is fine. But like Kahana putting out all these videos, it doesn't look great. Heidi posting all these screenshots, that doesn't look great either even though she's kind of doing it in this more like subtle way of kind of just like, here you go, go crazy to the fans. But like, it's just weird. And like what we're learning overall from this cast is just like, there's a lot of underlying drama period, because I've heard other things about other people. And I can't really talk about that drama here because it, it involves spoilers. So I'm not going to speak on it here. If you know, you know, but it's just like this season is turning out to be this like weird drama filled mess that none of us kind of really expected. I I still will 100% co-sign and say that I don't, even though Kahana changed her name to Kahana the villain, I still feel that the villain is production. That's Agreed. me. Agreed. I do, Always. I, do, I do feel like a good amount of this all stemmed from their kind of sleight of hand and, and smoke and mirrors that they've had with the show. And if they would have just let the show honestly play out the way it needed to play out, half of these issues that, you know, they've been creating or, or have dealing with, they wouldn't they wouldn't be dealing with. It was just, yeah. 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 As somebody who has really enjoyed both Heidi and Kahana this season, it kind of hurts my heart to see this happening. And I know it's because it's fresh, they're watching it on TV, but unfortunately they have to play out this drama on such a public forum and fans are just egging it on, which I think is kind of ugly. And I just hope that they can find peace, whether they become friends again or if they cordially like go their separate ways. Um, But I wish fans would kind of stay out of it. One thing I will say, and I'll, I'll just throw this in there is one thing I found extremely funny out of the entire situation is almost everyone else in the drag race franchise commenting on it and being like is this real is this really happening like are you guys joking what's going on and i think carrie colby made me laugh the hardest because she was like well no you you and heidi should just kind of you and heidi should just get together and and uh make a makeup palette and then that way it's almost like you guys win the two hundred thousand dollars that way and then somebody commented and was like but kahana's still in the race and and carrie just said okay let's be for real kahana's not gonna win this <laughs> i was just like <laughs> I, mean, I thought that was hilarious. Regardless, <laughs> it is a messy situation, and we will update you next week with some drama from Eve, hopefully. Come on now. Bunny on report. Bunny yes. on the street. Bunny <laughs> on the street, baby. Bunny on the street. That needs to be a TikTok series. Bunny on the street. <laughs> Bunny on the oh, street. Ooh. Randomly, I have thought about coming up with um, my own podcast because I was very inspired by the other Twitter drama that happened today with the guy from One Girl Five Gays. If you guys mm. saw anything about that, no. Uh-huh. 
Oh, okay. So you did. Okay. Well, for I the did. ones who did not, there was um, a tweet that someone made and they were uh, basically it was just like a goading tweet of saying like a certain demographic or a certain aesthetic of people aren't attractive just to make everybody of that aesthetic or, you know, or demographic retweet it and say, you know, I'm attractive. Here's my picture. So someone had made the post about Indian American men. So this guy retweeted it and said, no, I'm attractive. Da -da -da, and post this picture. Apparently that guy's name was Ish and he was one of a former cast member of the show One Girl, Five Gays that was like a like pod like kind of uh open forum type talk show that was uh that was done in canada uh the episode in question that someone found him in apparently had him stating that he had a sexual fetishization for black people and the reason why is because he felt it freeing and liberating for him to be able to refer to them as the n-word during sex mm -hmm. Honey. yes so he got per he got very very well dragged all throughout Twitter and his account is now deactivated. As he should. And I did see I, Bombay as well uh, shared a picture and Bombay was looking good. Well, Bomb that. looks good. But yeah, I was like, oh my! But I was thinking it would be very funny if someone came up with like a one queen five queers type show or something like that. Doesn't that it was maybe like, yeah. Well, I, thought, I think they did something Brooklyn like Heights. that in Brooklyn. I was gonna say, wasn't it Brooklyn Heights? I think that they yeah. did some like little pop-up thing like that. I think maybe after season one of Canada's Drag Race, but I it's not. A, I don't think it's like an ongoing. It's not like an ongoing seat like uh, series or anything. Yeah. So I was like, hmm, that that's could be basically what this podcast is. <laughs> Lana's Pretty like, much. <laughs> it's one She's queen six. and six 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 queers. <laughs> wow. I mean, a so queen in her court. Period. Lana's Honestly, the queen. Yeah. <laughs> Fact. <laughs> so we're back in the workroom. We no one went home, and we get the results of the vote, and it was unanimous for Kahana to be eliminated. Nobody's surprised by that. Kahana's not surprised by that. I thought, for what it's worth, I thought she took it pretty well, and was just like, "Yeah, I get it. I was the worst." Happy. I I want to say something I would, I'll make it super, super quick. I was a little bit annoyed by that because I felt like that everybody was very okay with Kahana being like, if I would have went home because I did bad, I understand that and it was my time to go home. But isn't this the same argument that they've made against people like Kasha Davis and stuff when they sent them Thank home you. being like, wait, you didn't fight Thank enough. You. you said you were okay with going home. I was, I was really surprised that people didn't sit up and go, well, if Kahana wasn't ready to go, let's send her home again. Like it was just, that part just kind of was weird to me that they were that, okay with her presenting that way but when other contestants that did it before they used it as a negative against them i mean i think also in a in a situation like this where heidi had already left i think maybe this circumstance <coughs> a little bit different in the workroom at the same time yeah you're totally right <laughs> yeah. i think it also has to do with now kahana is kind of falling into the roxy effect i think mm -hmm. that might have something to do with it where like mm -hmm. now we're seeing we'll talk about it she's in the bottom for the third time this week even though I'm going to say right now, I don't think Kahana should have been in the bottom, but. Um, Has she been in the bottom every episode since she won? She wasn't in the bottom for the ball. For the ball. Yeah, that's true. She wasn't. She wasn't. The ball was good. Yeah. The ball was good. The ball was good. And then she wasn't, she was win, safe, safe, bottom, 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 I believe. No, she was okay, in the okay. bottom. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so win. Yeah. Bottom safe. I have fandom wiki up. Why am I not just? Yeah. <laughs> I think it's because she was because she was bottom in RDR Live, wasn't she? When bottom safe safe bottom bottom. Oh, so she, she was, was safe, safe in RDR she was Live. Safe, 
She no, she was oh, in the bottom oh. part of our life. She was safe okay. for the ball and for the trailer. Um, the trailer Which, with her Heidi and Lala. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Even whatever though, their group was. Even. Would have been. <laughs> yeah. So mm -hmm. we're in the workroom the next day. Uh RuPaul walks in. And we find out that the maxi challenge for the week is Joan, the unauthorized Rusical. Yay. The workroom is covered in Joan Crawford. <laughs> I'm <laughs> thrilled. And Faye Dunaway. And Faye Dunaway. And Faye Dunaway. <laughs> and I thought it was interesting because, so the last time we saw the unauthorized Rusical, I believe, was Cher. Madonna. Yes. Madonna. Madonna. Oh, yeah, Madonna was more recent. Madonna was more recent, but I always think of the share one because the share one, they were assigned their parts. And in this one, they're like, eh, free for all. And I'm like, oh, okay, work. And so most people fall into their roles very, very easily. And we end up getting a, another audition. Shocker. We're going to get an audition for a rusical. Uh, this time it's Candy and Jessica auditioning for uh the 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 part everybody wants no more wire hangers like that's no more wire hangers. and it's not even that everybody wants it it's just them too well yeah. apparently alexis did too but she bowed out i mean it, it there is that whole thing about picking your spot in drag race and like knowing when to dig in your heels and when not to and i yeah. definitely think that this was the time where if anybody was going to dig in the heels cough cough alexis this right. at the time, uh, because we know Alexis is pretty great in musicals historically. Arguably, had the best performance in the Kardashian musical on season nine. Debatable. It's not arguable. It is at least. <clears throat> I am aware. That's it's why it's not it arguable. David Healy. She should have won despite I that disagree. horrible. Disagree. Okay. Uh, wait a minute. Wait, 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 wait. We're the two best people in that musical, hence why I said it was debatable. So historically, she has good performances. So knowing it's a challenge, she could do well in and possibly win. This is when I would dig in my heels if I was Alexis, but you know, didn't happen. You said, you said, you said your favorite two out of the out of the musical were you again, Alexis and who? Hey. Oh, okay. Cool. <laughs> I'm still checking. I'm still checking. Yeah, what no, did you hear? Oh. <laughs> I don't know. You know Bonina Brown was so good at Black China. <laughs> oh. And with that, we're gonna move on to <laughs> not to say oh, uh, we're here for three hours. We're filming. We we do the we do the recording with Leland. Love to see Leland. Always. Sure. He's not Lucian Piani. He's not Lucian. He's not Lucian. And then, yeah, and then we're doing choreography with Adam Shankman, which is a big deal. I love that. I love that. So you think you can dance trash? I lost my mind. That's where I was like, I was like, oh my. I mean, How much money did they pay Adam Shankman to be there? I, I was like the name, the name alone. I was like, oh, that name's familiar. Yeah, that, that was, was one of those moments where most of the people in the workroom had no idea who it was, and then Except you have Alexis, Alexis Michelle going losing her stuff. Crazy. I mean, <laughs> if you watch, so you think you can dance, you know who Adam Shankman is. Adam Shankman is like amazing, and. 
I, I was excited when I saw I was like, <gasps> Adam Shankman. <laughs> oh, we just stepped up our game up in here. Okay. Her. It's a great step up from Todrick. Literally. Literally. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It's a more established step up. More established, more less problematic. Mm-hmm. I hope they continue Kinder to, to the contestants. Mm-hmm. I, I loved Adam in this episode. That's actually where I was going to go next, David. I loved Adam in this episode, just being so gracious. I hope they continue to bring him in for musicals. I will say for dance challenges, though, I do enjoy Mi- uh, Miguel Zarate, mm-hmm. who's been oh, a yeah, choreographer Miguel. over the last couple of seasons. Um, so I do hope they keep them both. I don't know if that's going to happen, but uh, uh, they can still bring <laughs> back my husband, though. Who's that? Um, uh, what is his name? From season one, two, and three? No. No. Bald. Bald black guy? Yes. Oh, um, Jamal Sims. Yes, Jamal. Jamal. Yes, Jamal. Always bring back Jamal. Jamal can always come back. It can literally just be Jamal and Adam for like, Adam can be the more Fossey, Fossey, Fossey dances and bring Jamal in for the more hip hop stuff. And that'd be great. I mean, I have a list of choreographers they can bring in, but you know, that's just that's because I watch a lot of So You Think You Can Dance, and so <laughs> a lot of amazing choreographers. I'm like, yeah. you should they bring, should bring Travis Wall back again. Travis Wall, Absolutely. Should come back. Absolutely. Uh, Michael. I threw this out. I threw this out into the ether just because of the fact that they did drop her name uh, last season. Uh, so. If they were able to somehow get some kind of deal and snag Laomi for like an actual ball <laughs> challenge or like an actual like ballroom one way runway Vogue setup situation, that would be amazing. I love how I would scream up on Drag Race. It would be Drag Race would be getting to the point, not even second, but freaking third, and I think that's hilarious. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> Laomi was on freaking America's Best Dance Crew too, and no one ever talks about it. Icon. Yeah. Yeah, no one, when, no one ever talks about it, Brooke. Oh, they I mostly talk about talk, a lot. I love it. I was like, I was like, they mostly talk about Lil Mama being transphobic the entire time. But well, that's the thing. But okay. Anyway, choreo. Yeah. They do the things. Mm-hmm. Work room the next day. Nothing much happened. I mean, just a lot of talking. People I've been like, noticing that I've been noticing that a lot of, with a lot more of their performance-based challenges, we're not seeing a lot more of the rehearsal process. Like I like I felt like that we used to actually see them going like doing parts of the scenes and a little bit of the lines and stuff. And now it's just like you'll see a little you'll see a little choreo, a little vocal training, and then the next week, the next day, it's like boom, elimination already. And we're like, oh, I guess I just really have to. So you know, I mean. For me, I prefer it when it's a live performance like this, where it's harder to edit. I know they do multiple takes, mm-hmm. but um, I don't like it when it's something like the trailer challenge, where it's edited and they can choose the best take. But when it's something like the Rusical, where they're on the main stage and they can't really edit it too much, then I don't mind not seeing the rehearsals. Got you. I, I think that breakdown in what we're seeing of the rehearsal process also comes down to the fact that I believe... Rusicals as of recent seasons have been three-day challenges. Mm-hmm. And so they'll do the first day where they get the challenge, they do the recording, and they start, they film the start of the rehearsal process. And then day two is a dark day 
where they're just learning and learning and rehearsing and going over it over and over again. But, but camera crews aren't working that day. And so they have camera crew take off the second day. Third day is that elimination day when they actually do the performance. I believe that's what I, that's what I understand it to be. So, but let's just talk about the musical. Mm-hmm. Guess, guess what? It's Adam Chapman. As it should be. As it should be. So let us, oh Lord. <laughs> question, quick question. Uh-huh. Are we gonna talk are we gonna talk about Rue's look before or after the Rusical? I didn't pull Rue's look, but we could talk about it now because it is fantastic. It was interesting. That for me <laughs> was it? it was what it was this like latex blue corset type wow. dress situation that was very, very like Versace inspired with all these like gold chains and a lot of gold bracelets and rings. And for me, I was like, this reminds me of like old school Rue in the earlier yeah. seasons when like every time she would come out, we'd be like, oh my God, you're in like this crazy like hairdo. And it just, it was, it was so, I feel like a oh departure my God, from the past couple here. seasons. Like, <laughs> no sweatpants this time. I just didn't like the, the Oh no, it's definitely still a two piece garment. Yeah, 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 yeah. But like the past so couple seasons, I feel like that it almost had been like Bianca Del Rio style dresses. I feel like I've been seeing a whole bunch of like a whole bunch of outfits that were like all the same silhouettes that she likes, you know, like a bodysuit with one arm or, you know, or a dress with a roughly this or whatever, but just in different colors. And like this was something where I was like, Oh, this is different for you. I like this. Yeah, she looks great. Yeah. If she if she took one deep breath everything would have fell off. Oh, that course that would have popped <laughs> open. Were, like, she looks also, so great. Look at Maddie. Look at Maddie. Yes, Madison. Gorgeous. I'm so glad we've seen so much more of her this season. Same. <laughs> I'm happy you know, she is finally a rotating guest judge because she deserves it. You know, I will say during the one episode of season 15 I was on, I did say I didn't like the fact that we had three rotating judges. And I was told that sounded like a side against T.S. Madison. No, just get rid of Ross. Right. I was like, <laughs> I was like, that means Ross is needs to go. Yeah. You know that thing where Ross Matthews should go away? That thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes, we have the Rusical. It's here. It's this is a good Rusical. Very it good. was a great Rusical. It's ear candy. Oh, <laughs> Oh, the the soundtrack is phenomenal. Phenomenal, 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 phenomenal. So we have Kahana as MGM Queen. We have James as Mommy Dearest. Uh, we have Candy as No More Wire Hangers. No more wire hangers. Uh, Jessica as Bring Me the Axe. Alexis as Not My First Rodeo. Uh, Lala as Let's Go Joan, and then Jimbo as Hollywood Hag Superstar. <laughs> I the title. Do we want to go individually, or do we want to just talk about the group as a whole? Do what I think. Individually, when we I was just... do individually. I feel like I'm yeah. gonna forget somebody. For individual. Okay. I, I, I figured we could discuss the placements, like when we discuss placements, because. There's seven performances, and I feel like we're going to talk about it twice, but okay. 
Mm, I mean, we could just talk about placements now, too. Sounds good. Uh, the right person. Tops for everybody. Oh, I like that. Yeah, let's go. David, we'll start okay. with you and go across yep. your top three. My top three was the top three <clears throat> of the night. So I had no complaints about who the top three were. And they were... Oh, Lala, Candy, and Jessica. Uh, my top three upon rewatch were Candy, Lala, and uh, Alexis. My top three were Lala, James, and Alexis. Ooh, okay. Um... I feel like I have a four. Like I just, I feel like everyone should have gotten critiqued. Is seven of them have I like low and like four tops because Alexis did an amazing job. Her runway eight down from we'll the pictures that it. I've seen, she's she looked the most like Joan Crawford. You know, I'm not really too familiar with her, but from the pictures that I've seen, she looks the most like her. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I'm gonna say Lala, Candy, Jessica, and Alexis all did a great job. Fair. Yeah, for me, um, my top three was Candy, Lala, and Jessica. So the top three of the week. Um, for me, it was Candy, Lala, and Alexis. I am also going to echo that and say Candy, Lala, Alexis. I think there were, it was clear for me. It was clear that there were six really good performances and one that wasn't as good. That should have objectively have been the bottom. I thought there were two, two are we, are we, as good. Are we, are we now going to say, are, no, are we now going to talk bottom? Bottom two? Bottom, bottom two. two. David. David, you're up. Okay, I think that James and Jimbo were the bottom two. Um, I would have said Jimbo and Kahana. I would have said Jimbo and Kahana as well. Yeah, I'm going to just say this based off of performance and not runway. Um, Jimbo and Kahana. Also Jimbo and Kahana. <laughs> Same for me, Jimbo and Kahana. Guess what? I'm different. <sighs> My bottom two, upon rewatch, I've watched it three times. My bottom two was Jimbo and Jessica. I can see that. Wow, okay. I can see that. I can definitely see that. I think the difficulty, (laughs) I think Jessica did a great job. I think the difficulty for me personally is that she was the sixth best again. Yeah. That's really the difficulty is like, I don't think she was bad by any means of the imagination. She, for me, was just the sixth best in the challenge. And if yeah, there I has think... to be a bottom two, that's where that's where it is for me. Yeah. That's the weird sticky spot that I feel like that I have Jessica in as well, too, is Jessica did not in any way do a bad job. She did no. a really great job. But at the same time, I feel like that everyone <clears throat> else did a little bit better than her, except for the people that I would have put in the bottom two. So, yeah, it's I see what you're saying. It's one of those kind of things where it's like you just happen to not – be the one of the top five best ones that was there. Yeah, because I thought it would have been my fourth as well. I would have had uh, Jessica's five, so I, I agree. 
I think the difficulty for me is specifically when we get to the critique. Because if you look at Kahana's critique compared to Jessica's critique, Kahana was critiqued on not giving face in the performance. Jessica dropped face on several different occasions during the performance because there was a lot going on in her performance. She had a lot of props. She had a lot of moving pieces. Her face went blank on several different occasions. And so, like, if you're going to give Kahana that critique, for me, you need to give Jessica that same critique. That also, for me, plays a little bit into what I was talking about when we did the last critiques uh, of All-Stars, where I said that I felt like that Jessica wasn't doing a bad job this All-Stars, but I still felt like she was doing a B plus. And like that's why I felt like with this, with this, with this uh, challenge, that she wasn't bad at it at all, but she just wasn't like blowing it completely out of the water. But for some reason, I feel like production isn't highlighting that. They're still kind of letting her skate by a little bit with doing her version of okay, but yet they're expecting <laughs> so much more for everybody else. I feel like. Can I just say I'm like blown away, shocked because I thought she was like clearly top two. Oh wow! Okay. Yeah. I thought she by far had the best vocals of anybody. I was like blown away I by how disagree. good she sounded. Um, but she delivered in every aspect for me uh, that okay. night. I thought she was absolutely great. I did not get her being dead in the face. I did with Kahana. I said yeah. that as I was watching it. I also kind of got dead eyes from James, which was my biggest issue it, with James. It did happen on several occasions for James as well. But to me... Part of the reason it worked for James is because James is playing a character who's like mm -hmm. supposed to be like a little yeah. bit of like no emotion with their kid. Right. right. That, that was yeah. yeah, but I think it's always like that with James. Like she's there's something about her eyes that just like she looks down all the time and you just see her looking down and I want her to be at least eye level with the camera. So That's I don't know. fair. That's fair. Mm -hmm. I also want to say as well on the the topic of Jimbo, because we all did say that Jimbo should have been on the bottom. Mm -hmm. Again, I honestly don't think Jimbo did a horrible job. I thought Jimbo was serviceable. I thought it is the best dancing performance we have ever seen from Jimbo. It looked like there was a lot of effort put in. Sorry, Eve, go ahead. Mm -hmm. No, no, no. The only thing <clears throat> I will say is... The big thing that's always worked for Jimbo is Jimbo is supposed to have been a drag clown. Like Jimbo's whole thing is I'm very waka 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 with my drag. You're, we're all in on the joke. I'm a, I'm a clown, that kind of thing. So my issue is the fact that I felt like this could have very much been a, a, a time once again where Jimbo could have completely hammed it and clowned it up. And they really, really didn't. And I didn't really understand why. And for me, for the first time, Jimbo was kind of boring. Um, what, could that be partially Adam Shankman's fault, not knowing what to do with Jimbo? I not think really, the, because I feel like that Jimbo's comedy, Jimbo's, Jimbo's comedy is physical in itself, and I feel like that with the dancing aside, I still feel like Jimbo possibly could have did more with like facial expressions or the way that they move their body or something. I feel like that I don't, I don't want to just give them that out and say that it was mostly because of the choreo, because I feel like that, that they, like if you look at it with Kahana, I feel like that Kahana 
still tried to put a little bit more into it, even with her doing the choreo and stuff, because she said she wasn't really that great at being like a trained type dancer, you know? So like, I just, I felt like I didn't see a lot of oomph from Jimbo as much as I thought I would have saw. Yeah, Brooke, I think you had a comment and then Mr. Talented, I think you did as well. The best way I can describe Jimbo's performance to me was if this was a regular season, Jimbo would have been. Yes. That, yeah. that was like the best description I could say. Because when you compare to like the nor- like everybody else in this musical, I would have said most of them would have been high or close to high in a normal musical. I think uh, Kahana would have also been safe for me, but everybody else would have been at least high ish in a normal season. It was a really good musical, though. And when you have to deal with that level of competition, you know, the, the placement should have shaken out a different way, in my opinion. True. I think Jimbo would have been bottom for sure in season 15 if we're comparing this performance to the musical in season 15. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Jimbo didn't do a bad job. Everyone did a great job for the most part. The thing with Jimbo was that I felt like her dancing wasn't really... Her dancing... Dancing was dead. It was dry. Like there was no sauce to it. There was no. There was no Jimbo. Yeah, it almost seemed a little bit unintentional. Like she kind of knew what she was doing, but then she kind of didn't. You know. So I just wanted her to, you know. But I will say she is improving on her dancing. I'll give her that mm-hmm. for sure. But I just wanted, you know, a little bit more spunk, a little bit more something, you know. Hit the moves harder, I should say. And she she, she was playing the harder. old version of Joan Crawford too. So, yeah. Sorry, I am the Jimbo apologist, so I will defend her as much as I can. That's fair. That's <laughs> fair. Uh, Brandon, Lana, do you, any thoughts on any of that? Lana. I mean, like, it's, what's hard about like what's like I'm echoing everyone's saying because like we've had the same thoughts. However, like. I feel like some of the judging was a bit like it was very questionable. Like, like of course, I did say Kahana and Jimbo were like my bottoms, which I still stand by because like it's just the questionableness of what's been going. I feel like again, I I just I just don't know. I just I mean, feel like the point. elimination with Heidi was like still kind of like lingering with everyone in a sense. I can't really yeah. tell with that though, but yeah. I think that this whole thing, everybody has already said everything that I was gonna say, so I don't feel like I need to repeat anything. Sure. It's just that this was the people who were at the top should have been at the top, I feel. And the people who were <laughs> at the bottom, I'm like, okay, you kind of deserve to be at the bottom. It is what it is. It was a mm-hmm. good performance, but everybody was good. Right. Yeah. So. Absolutely. Let's. I, oh, sorry, David. Go ahead. Sorry. I do want to say that um, even though I thought Jimbo deserved to be in the bottom two, I am very, very happy she was not in the bottom two because I think that would have been a super tempting thing to get rid of her. Oh. And I would have been. I could. I would have blamed them if they didn't cut her there's um, there's a reason why jimbo wasn't in the bottom it's because jimbo would have gone home yep. on a musical again <laughs> and at Earth. this point at this point let's all just be honest here jimbo's winning the season like there's really no like we literally no had around we, it. we literally had the winner of this episode say last episode that if jimbo would have been in the bottom she would have sent him home 
and then she wins this episode. So there's, no, they couldn't have had him in the bottom. There's absolutely no universe where Jimbo will be in the bottom for the rest of the season. I can mm-hmm. just say that now. Like I, mm-hmm. I, I don't know that to be true, but I know that to be true. They're and not I'm here for it. <laughs> I'm not because I think she should have been in the bottom this episode. Yeah. I, 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 I will say on Drag Race, we get it all the time. Never am. If it was benefiting a different queen, sure, maybe I'd be a little bit more okay with it. But, like, it does get annoying. And it's the same reason why people have a sour taste in the from other seasons in the past. You know? We liked All-Star 6 because everyone that made it to the point where they went to when they went home felt fair. Right? That's yeah. why All-Star 6 felt so good. When you compare it to something like All-Star 5, where... A lot of people didn't want to be there. They really didn't spread the wins, even though they definitely could have. <laughs> it almost seems like, in a sense, like All-Stars 2 to me. Two. And yeah. I am one of the very few people on this planet who do not like All-Stars 2. Um, I was it, not crazy about All-Stars yeah, 2. It hmm. feels like this season was just made so Jimbo could win in the same way that All-Stars 2 was made so Alaska could win. And I, I said don't like I, that. <laughs> I, said, I said that as well. I felt that with previous seasons, I feel like that certain queens they brought back is almost like, uh, we owe you this. So this why we're going to bring you in for this season. We're going to let you get to this certain point of the competition, even though nine times out of ten, you might not make it there for whatever reason. And Because I feel like that, honestly, I feel like a lot of people said that about Shay with her win for her All-Star season was like, well, it's because she didn't win her original season with the whole Sasha thing. So they bought her back for All-Stars to give her a crown for that. Which I don't fully believe, but that's because I'm biased. Well, I mean, if you go based off of track record for All-Stars 5, Shay did not have the best overall track record out of the final three. No. But she's still... Neither did Sasha in her, but neither did Sasha in her original season. Exactly. It's one of those things where the track record's not the only thing that matters. Right. But it's not like they were giving Shay wins she didn't deserve either. Like, right. Her, then they never saved her either. Jimbo has been saved and arguably given wins she didn't deserve. And that's what's making people have a sour taste in their mouth. Well, I I think what sets this apart for me, and I know you all will not agree with it, but what makes this different from any other all-star season is for me, there is only one satisfying winner. Like if Jimbo goes, I can't see myself being fully satisfied with anybody else winning. I'm not talking like the variety writer where he was saying everybody else sucks. They don't suck. I just don't see winner from the others. So for, and for me, I saw winner out of Heidi, but she's not there anymore. Exactly. And so I, the downside is I'm, I don't, maybe this makes me look like a spoiled American. I don't know, but I will be like a kind of miffed if, if, if the American all-star version, cause they're going to do all-stars and all the different franchises is one of the only ones that has like a country crossover. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like we have one Canadian person in our All-Stars, but the Canadian All-Stars won't have an American person in theirs. You know, the UK All-Stars won't have an American person in theirs. So I'm just kind of like, what? Okay. Like, I guess if you like Jimbo that bad, you know, but that's how I feel. I will say, I think if James and Jimbo were in the bottom, I feel like if it, if everybody didn't vote for Jimbo, I feel like it would have been split down the middle because in a shocking turn of events, Everybody voted for James after last week. Everybody voted for Kahana. And allegedly, it's because of the situation that happened episode one, where James was like, she was struggling with the choreography and she didn't want to be there. So maybe they could have still voted for James. 
And that would have been sickening to see because Candy would have had to make a choice. Either you make your sister, Heidi, look like a liar <laughs> or, you know, you show the type of player that you are. So that would have been interesting to see if yeah. she was in the bottom. But I will say, although I don't think Jimbo should be here because my thing is, <clears throat> this is all-stars for US Queens. We're having global all-stars. If she was on Global All-Stars, fine. But this is for US Queens. And especially when she's the only one there, it's kind of like iffy. But then again, out of everyone there, she's kind of the one that's bringing all cylinders, performances in the challenge and runway. And she has done good in every challenge. I think this is the only challenge where she was unfairly placed, where she should have definitely been in the bottom you can argue the ball as well you can argue the ball but if but for the ball she wouldn't have been the bottom she probably would have been safe if it wasn't high Mm -hmm. i will say Mm -hmm. she is bringing it you know she's she's doing what she has to do yeah because like with my idea with the whole her being a a queen from another country in the u.s version of all-stars i honestly would have made the same i would have made the same argument last season of all-stars if the vivian ended up winning i would have been like okay well i love you viv but why is it that we now have a uk star in the u.s all-star ranking when i know if they do a uk all-stars you're not going to randomly invite some u.s girl there you know what i mean so Morpheus to show up on UK All Stars. Like I would love to see it personally. Oh, mood! I, I love Maddie. I was just. I will. Her. I will say as well on that topic of Jimbo being the only one here, and then we'll move into the runway. Uh, Jimbo allegedly was not the only international queen asked for this All Star season. Really? Um, allegedly, allegedly, everything is alleged, but allegedly, Jimbo, Cheryl Hole. Janie Jacquet and Pangina Heels were all asked for this season. And up until pretty much last minute, Cheryl Hole was on the cast. Yeah, I saw that as well. I think, I think it just I think it just was there were a lot of queens on UK versus the world. They saw how UK versus the world went. They didn't like it. Because let's be honest, I love Blue Hydrangea dearly. I don't think production's number one choice to win that season was Blue Hydrangea. No. Nope. And I, I'm glad she's a winner. Do I wish Mo Hart was a winner instead? Yes, personally. Yes. yes. However, mm-hmm. <clears throat> I think production and Rue saw that UK versus the world did not work as well as they wanted. And they decided, hey, maybe we'll test out this global all-stars thing by throwing a couple international girls in and seeing what happens. So that, to my knowledge, is what was going to happen. I mean, regardless of if Jimbo should be on this cast or not, we can all agree that Jimbo should have been in the bottom at minimum this week. Yeah. So, regardless. Runway. Runway. That's a, that's a good question. That's a different response. Uh, to say. Uh, yeah, yeah. Can category. we also give a mini? Uh, can we also give a mini quick applause with this category and say thank? Because thankfully, no one did blackface, which I'm very very happy about. We had whiteface apparently. Because, in the uh, challenge. 
I was going to be very annoyed if I saw one brown face walk down that aisle that was not Lala Reese. I was going to be <laughs> very annoyed. I'm like, baby, you can do Grace Jones without doing that. But I want to also say I love that they did Grace Jones because yeah, I feel like it's about damn time. I mean, I so. feel like we don't give all these beautiful black queens enough, um, um, you know, the recognition that they deserve. So yes. I am very happy that they did Grace Jones. Grace Jones is a drag icon, legend. Like, if you ain't feeling Grace Jones, I don't even know what you're doing with your life. Like, what do you do? What are you doing with your life if you don't understand the power and the grace and the beauty of Grace Jones? Love my sister. You should have been a guest judge. Oh my God, I would have screamed. That would have been so good. Slave to the rhythm. To the rhythm. To the rhythm. For context, Love Missy was on Drag Race Holland and was eliminated on Snatch Game doing Grace Jones. Yes, Night of a Thousand Grace Jones. First up, Kahana Montrese. We're going to go very quick. Everybody, please try to actually do two or three sentences this time. <laughs> Some of us like to do a little bit more. I know myself included. I'm speaking to myself at this moment. But um, we'll go, you know, we'll go in reverse order. So we'll start with David. I like I like what we're doing today with the, with the reverse order. So we'll start with David. Okay. I don't care if this <laughs> is another showgirl look. It's different. It's unique. It's beautiful. Not her best, but I still love it. It's an 82. The, um, I care that it's a showgirl look. We're up to four now. I'm over it. I'm done. Do something new. The outfit's good, but like I need new. I need show me versatility. I don't care if Asajj doesn't want a fucking turtleneck. Uh, it's a 25 because she's using the same shit over and over again. I as well am not ridiculously crazy about the showgirl again. Only because the fact that we've seen, I feel like we have seen it multiple times. I feel like that if we had only saw it once before and then this popped up, but it was a showgirl version of Grace, then I would like it a lot more. Also, I feel like the rose petal flowers on the bottom part of the dress look cheap. Um, 75. Yeah, I agree with you guys. It's like if we're going to critique one girl on doing the same thing, we have to do it for all. Her is no exception. I feel like. <laughs> This is a runway where you could have done something outside of your comfort zone. You're really supposed to embody the Grace Jones. Showing this outfit, like the outfit by itself is sickening, like sickening, sickening. But not not for this, absolutely not. It just goes too far from, you know, the um the original idea for me. Um I'm going to give her like a a 30. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I again, I love this look, but I do kind of agree, like, um, again, even though I love Kahana down, because, like, again, she's my favorite this season. Um, but when you compare these two, um, doesn't seem like the rose petals were needed. Like, it needs, it needs, like, um, it kind of has to, like, kind of match. So, in my honest opinion, I have to give this a, a 60. Where's the Grish Jones? That is the question. Where is the Grace Jones? This is Showgirl, not Grace Jones. I give it a 30, period. I, I, wish, <laughs> I wish she had just done a direct replica, honestly, because the original is so good. And it's one of, 
where's the hula hoop? Yeah, that part. I was going to say. Why, where are the hula hoops? I wanted a hula hoop. They said Grace Jones. I said, where are the hula hoops? <laughs> All of them. Because we saw 11 of the looks. I don't know if Heidi wore. Heidi brought a hula hoop. Probably not. I'm not paying to see her looks. Love you, Heidi, but I'm not paying that. Yikes. <sighs> it's a 40. Again, she looks great. The outfit is sickening. She but for the category... That's what matters. She looks Wait, great. Waist up, she looks great. That skirt looks yeah. cheap. Yep, said it, and I agree. Nice. Yeah. But it has to go with the category. Like It has to go with the category. That's the point yeah. of having a category. If it, if right. it wasn't that then it would just be just something every week, you know? So I yeah. mean, if this wasn't a Grace Jones category, she'd be stunning. And I'd be like, great. It's a great look. This is supposed to be Grace Jones, and you're just giving me Las Vegas Showgirl. Not but we see Grace Jones right there. I understand, but that is still not giving us the Grace. That is giving me... What, what is that? She is took not, it in and made it fit her style. It, and no. It's not, it, no, like, I don't Grace that. Jones. I, I just don't... I I just don't um, I'm about to say the color palette is it. It's not even. It's not embodying it's a, Grace Jones. Headpiece. It's David, not embodying I, Grace Jones though. The attitude of Grace Jones just giving me cute showgirl. I normally always respect your opinions, David. This one I do have to disagree with you. I, I mean, I I respectfully disagree oh. because it's definitely respectable. I just don't. And it's more about the embodiment of Grace Jones that it's not giving me yeah. the attitude of Grace Jones. It's giving me the color palette. Cute. It's giving Kahana. Showgirl. It's giving Kahana. It's not giving Grace Jones. It's not giving Grace Jones. Uh, so that's that's my opinion. James Mansfield. Let's <laughs> just fit again. Oh, well, okay, I guess. Go ahead. I guess uh, I'm going first, so I can't mm -hmm. really fight with people. But um, I was actually surprised when they hated this because I thought this was one of James's best looks. Uh, yeah, it didn't fit great in the pants. But I thought it was interesting to see her switch it up. I gave it a 63. Um, so again, as probably the final time I'm going to say this all season, as president of the James Mansfield, um, I also didn't hate it. I didn't love it. I definitely thought it was on the weaker end of this runway. But at the same time, we do know she lost some weight. So, again, I'm not going to blame her for the fit. Um, I think the color is off, and that's what's bothering me, is that the, the color tones are off from the outfit. But, you know, it's not one-to-one. -one. Um, I would say a 50. It's fine. It's nothing special. Uh, I am going to actually agree with both of you guys. Um, I was not horribly against this at all. Um, I really liked the fact that it was something different for James that I have never seen James do aesthetically before, uh, down to the hair and the makeup. Um, I will say I understand the fit issue. But other than that, I think this was a risk that honestly, it looks very fashionable on James and really chic. And so like, I was a little bit upset that they dinged her down so low for this. I would have gave this a Q85. Um, okay. Um, I will say I have that she's stepping outside her comfort zone. She's not giving me another, you know, 50s made. <clears throat> however, however, the color is just so off. Like that. Pants, Why do you have to exhale so hard? It, the contrast of the pants and the boot. That boot. Mm -mm, it just no. And then the tails. Like it just looks so cheap. You know. It just. 
aside from the fit, I'm not going to knock her for the fit this time because we understand. But the look itself is just is just not good to begin with. <laughs> um, you know, um, she probably will get a, a 10. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. No, I, I'm I, I'm echoing um, what Eve said because I really thought that this is like like a, a risk that James was able to take really nicely. Like, yes, the fit was, eh, but I'm not gonna knock her for that. Like, um, but I really enjoyed this, like for James specifically, because like I I love when they take like um this fur moment and it's just everything to me. So, um, eighty for me. I am not mad with this look. I'm not officially upset with this look. It's not as bad as I... I'm not mad at it. I don't think it's super great, but I'm not mad at it. So I would give it a 70. I, I kind of fall in that same boat, Lana. I agree. I think... I, I don't mind that the color is different because this is James doing it differently and putting a little bit of James into the look. I think... Um, it was it was a big risk. And I honestly think had James been in the top, they would have praised this look. But because she had to be in the bottom, because we're not putting Jimbo in the bottom, because God forbid we put Jimbo in the bottom again, RuPaul has learned his lesson. Um, they had to ding James. But I think if James had been in the top, they would have praised this look. Um, with that being said, it's not the best thing James has worn this season. It's certainly not the worst. Uh, it's going to be a 70. Why has she warned us worse than this? The lemon look in the ball. That was cute. Yeah. That, this this that is was the, that was that was this that was worst. yellow pipe cleaners on a bra. Exactly. Again, no, that was pretty bad. To say that she bought it from home, that was pretty bad. But this no. Mm -mm. This for me, I would say the issue is the fact that they always talk about if certain people taking risks, certain people not taking risks. And James hasn't mm -hmm. taken a lot. And I feel like this is a swing that was not a huge total miss. And so that's the reason why I'm okay with the look. I feel like it would have been more justifiable of her being in the bottom if this was a swing and an epic fail. But this was just mm -hmm. a swing that just had some fit issues and like just a couple tweaks here and there. I feel like that this still could have been, this is still a very safe look for her. Like a very safe look overall from what she did in the competition. He made it to first base, she didn't strike out. Right. All right. Candy Muse. <laughs> Shoot. <laughs> okay. Well, we're going to disagree again. Um, so, at first when I saw this, I thought, okay. And then the more I saw it, I'm like, those just look like cut up boxes on her that are like sagging and falling apart. That looked like a, like a design challenge. And <laughs> it was a little rough. It was uh, my least favorite of the night. I'm giving it a 40. Bitch. Holy shit. Okay, uh, no to all of that. Uh, <laughs> this is probably my favorite runway of the night. Um, <laughs> I fucking love this. This red Grace Jones. Uh, I love the design of it all. Uh, it's giving interesting angular movement. <laughs> um, yes, and uh, no, I just love the whole thing. Uh, for me, this is full. This is great. <laughs> Really? Well, <laughs> well, um, for the first time on the runway. Oh. <laughs> it's a choppy on a choppy <laughs> chopsticks for me. 
chop suey with the extra duck sauce. This is a very, very plain black, like, like, like tube dress that has cardboard on it. Like, it's one of those kind of things where it's like, it looks like she made it. And it's not saying like, it looks like she like sewed it. It looks like she folded it and glued it. Like it looks made. Like, I'm not, I'm not really a fan. My favorite part of the entire thing is the headpiece and that's it. The rest of it, I'm not crazy about. 15. I'm gonna, okay, 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 okay. Yes. Um, David, I definitely agree. The, the shapes just look very droopy. Candy, I love your legs. Gorgeous legs. How Girl, many outfits am I gonna see? Them gorgeous legs. Again, I think she's the only smalls. One queen, she needs to change her silhouette. Then I'm gonna say for everyone else. Now this takeaway, the little design thing, it's still a it's still a it doesn't even go past like her. I don't even know what to say. It doesn't it looks like it doesn't go past her like the area of her stomach a little bit. You know, it just it's just like halfway up her down her body. I wish it had been a gown to the ground. Then I would have liked it better. Again, the state, the angles is just they're just not flattering. I love the exclamation K though. Here for the branding. This, um, honestly. Oh, I just noticed that was a K. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yep. Oh, I like the hat even more now. It's still a 15, but I still like the hat. <laughs> probably as well gonna, I'm, I'm probably gonna give her a 20. I was confused that they love this so much, but you know. A initial watch for me. Um, I actually like, like the concept because of how like it's different like with the whole boxy but i do agree like with the fit of how it's like supposed to be for candy but um again like kind of kind of like um comparing with kahana like with all her showgirl look like the same silhouette but we're getting with candy as well now again i also love the explanation explanation k because it, like it is clever on the explanation point from grace here now the thing is for me um, in the, in the Grace's picture, can't you tell, like, the front panels, like, a more fuller box? Yes. Yeah. <clears throat> Candy doesn't have that, so, like, that... The shape's <clears throat> more Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that, that's how I'm, like, more trying to compare that, if, like, if I were to, like, compare the two. But, by any means, concept is great. Um, execution, meh. So I have to give this um, 55. <laughs> 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 um, the ongoing theme of Mana not liking Candy's looks. Uh, it, it, it continues tonight. It will continue <laughs> until Candy do something else. This is... I don't have chopsticks or nothing, but mm, mm. <laughs> baby girl, no, absolutely not. This looks like you know some kindergarten decided to paste construction paper <laughs> on your dress, and that's what it is. You're just flying out on that runway with this construction paper to paste it to your dress. It's not cute. And what is that wrapped around, like wrapped around the bottom of that, around her hip, like? Mm, mm. I think it's the red, the red triangle thing from the top. It's another triangle. 
Yeah. Oh, absolutely yeah. not. <laughs> Yikes. Yikes. <laughs> absolutely not. I, I agree with you, uh, Eve. The only good thing about this outfit is the hat. And even that can't save how awful it is. So I am not. I will plead this one because I have nothing nice to oh, say. Oh, wow. Absolutely not. Absolutely I love not. Your birthday. I. I tend to agree. I think this would have been a successful look. And I love this concept. I love that she did this Grace Jones look. I just wish it was triple the size of what it is. Because if it's triple the size, but still this like GM, like this cardboard almost sort of situation, then I don't think I would have as much of an issue with it. However, it does look very crafty. And I do agree, if we're going to call people on the, using the same silhouettes, Candy, I need to see you in something that's not just a bodysuit with stuff on it. Uh, it's going to be... Oh, no, I hate doing this. I'm going to have to plead. Uh -oh. oh, wow. Yeah, oh, I'm sorry. No, nice no, I'm giving it a 12 because the hat. I like the hat. <laughs> The hat gets a 12. I can't save it for me. Like Logan gives a low number score that almost was worse to me than Logan. Yeah, a little bit. Jessica Wild. What? Is she tanned? Does she no, that's the, that's she's the, already. Uh, that's the, um, that's that's, the, that's the how, color that's contrast she, on the picture. Oh, yeah, that's oh. how she looked. Okay. Yeah, that, that I'm Because mm -hmm. I was about to be like, Mm -hmm. Okay. No, but okay. That's, that's her skin tone. Yeah. Well, she's, then, okay. She's okay. All right. The difference, the difference, the difference <laughs> that honestly ends up making her look darker, and someone else commented on it is the hair texture. It's the hair. Yeah. It's the hair. Yeah. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yep. But okay. Go ahead, David. Yeah. Okay. I'll, I'll I, re keep going. I really like this. I think it's a, something a bit different from her. Uh, like, you, she comes out, you don't instantly recognize that as Jessica. It took me a second. I was like, who is this? Um, but yeah, I really like this. She, she I, honestly, I think she elevated this a bit. Uh, so I'm impressed. Um, I'm giving this an 83. Yawn. Oh, I'm bored. I'm sorry. Like, okay. It is not that this outfit is bad. It's just that you have Grace Jones with this wide array of these like Amazing looks and amazing outfits you can pull from, and you do this. I I don't know. I wish I, I just feel like it's kind of simple for a runway that had so much room to maneuver. But maybe but that like I don't know. I'm. Mean, it's not bad. It's just I I think the choice was a bit of a choice. Is all. Um, I'm gonna give her a sixty. I don't think it's like a bad runway or anything. I just I feel like there was no real anything to it it's kind of simple and for a grace jones run right that's kind of like the one thing i didn't want simple in their defense they do have to pick looks from getty images so it sure. kind of limits what they can choose i'll i'll just say that i mean fair but I don't know. <laughs> yeah for me my cup is completely full I, it, uh, the, even the way Jessica turned around when she started off the runway was just for me so 
when we were talking about Kahana just being up there and being Kahana and not really having like the emphasis of like in the energy of Grace Jones, Jessica had that energy. And from like the way she walked and moved her shoulders and the shoulders were already pointy so that just added to it. She just had this slinky way that she moved and it just, she was dripping for me. For me, Jessica was doing the damn thing. And it was very much one that I agree with Rue. I was like, I want to own that outfit. Like I would, I would kill to have somebody remake that for me because that looks amazing for me. I just, it, it, yeah, it was 350% everything that I needed. I was like, this is the, this is the kind of level of stuff that I wanted to see Jessica doing throughout the entire season. That's for me. Um, yeah, I kind of agree. She looks great, great outfit. If she spinned it, you know, she did her own little take to it, but it's still not far away from the reference. It's still, I can see it. The only part I don't like is the bottom with that fabric change towards the end. That's the only part I don't like, but she still looks great. I'm gonna give her an 85. It's the way that you're all like contrasting your comments, but still giving a really good score, which like I'm all for, cause like, I'm just like, oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, I love this. Like I'm echoing Eve, like what Eve says. Cause like, like I, I like screamed when I like saw this, I was like, oh, this is good. Like love the hooded likeness of it all. I love how she added sleeves to have it for her. Like, even though the original sleeveless, but still nice. Um, I will agree with the whole, um, like, knee, like, half, like, knee bottom part. Like, it's a different fabric, but, I mean, just, just trying to, like, work work with what you got. But still love it. Still love it. Um, 90 for me. I absolutely have to go purple for this because this look is amazing. <laughs> this look gave me everything I wanted. I mean, that's why I had to ask questions. I was like, wait, did she tan? Is that is that the fact of the matter is she went all out and gave us this purple look. Sure, Grace Jones has a lot of other looks that are amazing and probably would have maybe did better on the runway. But it would look when somebody takes a look that is as simple as this as a hooded dress and elevate it and turn it into something else that makes it even better and looks just as good, if not better, you can't do nothing but give them their flowers and their props for doing this. And Jessica, I mean, I've loved Jessica this entire competition, not like nothing she's done has blown me away, 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 but it's always been good. This is finally the level that I wanted Jessica to be at. And I'm finally like, yes, I see why they asked you back. I understand it now. As somebody who did not watch her season too much or watch before that, I see now why they asked her back. Because if you can create stuff like this and take something as simple as a purple silky dress and turn it into something that looks amazing, you did the dang thing and you deserve to be an All-Stars baby. And my cup is overflowing full, baby, period. Done. The fact that this is considered a yawn, and this is no shade directly to Brooke, but the fact that this is considered a yawn when this is one of the most iconic Grace Jones looks ever is a little interesting for me. Um, the designer that made this is also the, the designer that made uh, the iconic hooded look from A Day to Kill. Uh, mm -hmm. So same designer, same concept. 
This is perfection in every possible way. Jessica did everything that she needed to do. She did what needed to be done. To be done. My cup is overflowing. Yes. Ah, if <laughs> any of you bitches uh, say anything negative about I this, hate it. I'm joking. <laughs> hey, right, David, don't, go ahead. Don't steal my thunder before I can say it myself. I just have to say it, David. I'm sorry. Um, first of all, the judges for having any critiques about this Shut are up. insane, and they pissed me off. This was the best of the night for me. I was in love with this. This was drag personified. <clears throat> Been hot and cold on Lala, but she really nailed it tonight. She this was her episode, honestly. Um this was great. I give this a 90. I mean honestly I thought it was kind of fine hitting please by me. Um this is objectively I've, you know, I mentioned I said, I said Candy's look was my favorite. I kind of blinked on this because I was thinking about it. Um, this is probably one of my favorite ways we've had all season. Um, definitely my favorite of the night. Ever since my statement to Candy, you were bumped to number two. My apologies. Um, see, this is what I meant, though, because this is what I think of when I think of Grace Jones. It's like elaborate, over-the-top fashion, right? And that's what I'm getting, and it looks so fucking on her. Also, I love a good thigh high moment. That um, this is overflowing. It's outstanding. Golden boot wear. Um, for me, I love this. I think it's amazing. Um, I think it's very sickening, very iconic. The way that she walked and her presence and everything was very Grace Jones. And I think for me personally, when it comes to what I'm looking for, I guess I'll say when it comes to these runways, it's not just so much wearing an outfit that's recognizable that Grace Jones wore. It's having a lot of the, it's being able to pull Grace Jones, it's being able to like embody Grace Jones in what you're doing. And of course the look will still need to be on par with something that she wore. But I feel like going back with Kahana and, um, Jessica, I feel like that was a little bit of the difference. I feel like that if you wouldn't have told me that the runway was Grace Jones and I would have saw Kahana and, and, and Jessica both come down the runway, I would have been like, okay, Kahana's doing a runway, like a showgirl thing, whatever. And then I would have been like, oh, Jessica's giving me like this Grace Jones kind of vibe. I don't know where this is coming from, you know? And I was getting this a lot from Valala too. I feel like that, because I'm not super, super familiar with this reference, but at the same time, the way that she came out and sold it and the power behind it was like, yes, she's emoting Grace Jones. I'm getting it. I'm buying what she's selling. Um, so for this one, I would say my cup is overflowing too. I thought it was lovely. I live for the oversized bow and the head. It was cunt. Yeah, she looks great. And I don't think it was fair for the judges to hold her to a higher standard and say that because you look kind of the most like Grace Jones, we expected one of the iconic ones. I don't think that's a fair critique. If you're going to say that to her, she said that to the rest of them. Like, let's not judge on a Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Let's not let's not be unfair. Yeah, she looks great. Um, yeah, I'm gonna give her a 95. Yeah, she looks great. I fucking love this so much. Again, I don't know what the what the judges were on when they said that this was <coughs> meh. Like oversized bow, everything, the mask. I was like, ah, uh, like 
overflowing for me. I see. This is the difference. But like, with Jessica's look was very simple. A Grace, simple Grace Jones look of a hooded dress. This was not a simple look of Grace Jones. This was a very iconic, big, over-the-top look like we've seen with Grace Jones. And I think both Jessica and Lala pulled it off perfectly. Like, they sold it. They sold everything about this look. They sold the way that they came down the runway. Lala sold it. It was just so good. I enjoyed this so much. Like, overflowing cup full. Love it. Can't say nothing bad about it. And the judges can go to grass and go touch the grass <laughs> and go do all that stuff because they were wrong. Go to grass. They can go to grass, baby. <laughs> she did what needed to be she done. Period. Overflowing. Period. Wait, I'm, I'm I the only one who didn't give that an overflowing. I did. Uh, not. David, David, David doesn't. So, oh, okay. yeah, but that one was thing I, close to it for me. One thing I want to say before we get into the next person is I did think that it was very funny that they said Lala with your skin tone and everything like that. I thought you would have done one of the more iconic Grace Jones looks because I feel like one of the biggest Grace Jones looks I saw a lot of people say they wish they saw last night was the vamp look. And I was like, well, I feel like that's one of her most iconic looks, but then Lala would have been completely painted white. So her skin would have really not made a difference. Exactly. But anyway, there's neither here nor there. Mm -hmm. That was the... Funky comment to say. Speaking of iconic yeah. Grace Jones looks, mm -hmm. Alexis Michelle. Yeah. So this is another one that um, is very, very good. This is probably my second favorite of the night. But unlike Jessica, I feel like in comparison, seeing them side by side, I'm definitely prefer preferring Grace Jones. Uh, Alexis still looks great. Um, just something about her hair didn't work for me. Um, I'm still giving it an 86. Um, okay. I really like it. Let me get that out of the, out of the way. To me, I don't know. I don't, it might just be the way her, I, I can't tell. There's just something that's a little off to me looking at this picture. I didn't feel it when I watched the episode. It might just be the screen grab, but, um, I liked it on the episode. I didn't like love it, love it or anything. I think it's a really good look. Um, 78, sure. Well, I'm about to make y'all be like, oh my, she must be crazy. Yes, I am. Crazy as hell for some reason for Miss Alexis Michelle this season. Boom, boom, boom. I'm a poet and didn't even know it. Um, <laughs> you better go show it. For me. Hello, this is the reason why I feel like that Alexis should have won this episode because baby, Lana, you have been so you have been riding that Alexis Michelle hate train for most of this season because you said you have not been happy with her silhouettes and she's been wearing the same plain dowdy dresses. Baby, when she came out in this, I said, thank you. This is All-Stars material. This is something we have never seen from you, Alexis Michelle, period. All-Stars or your original season. I live for the shaved head. I live for the 80s makeup. I live for the industrialness about it. It doesn't even look overly comfortable to wear like you know what i mean like it looks like it hurt a little bit and like it's just it's just oozing fashion and it's something that i never would have expected from alexis michelle at all this is a very big swing and a very very big knockout of the park for me my cup is completely overflowing yeah she ate down she did what needed to be done reference on point look on 
point offensive, not at all. She it. I'm gonna give her a 95. Yeah, she it. I freaking love this so much. Like the the headpiece is everything for me, and of course, like I love how she like like uses like the sleeves to her advantage, like adding to like the effect of like what she was going for compared to what this picture is. Like, is just great. Like my cup is full. So yeah, I was not all on the Alexis love fest that was going on all season for most of people, but. I asked for something new, and she gave me something new. And I can't do anything but say thank you, Baldow. You did the doggone thing. I love the headpiece. I, the reference on point, love the headpiece. The makeup, pretty much identical to what Grace Jones did. It was everything. And not only did she give us Grace Jones, but she gave us Grace Jones Alexis because she still gave us the beautiful gown. But at the from the waist down, it was Alexis. But from that top up, it, from the waist up, it was Grace Jones. And I'm like, I could appreciate that because this is still about you. Even though the theme is Grace Jones, it's still about you and who you are. And she represented it perfectly. I would, yeah, full cup overflowing there. Got it. Good. Damn. I give props to what the props is due. She did what needed <laughs> to be done. Period. Done. Overflowing. I really have. Good job, Alexis. Good job. Yeah. I wish. Yeah. I wish that you were credited for all of your hard work this week. Yes. The fact that she was not even in the top was criminal. I'm sorry. We'll, we'll talk about it. Last of the current All Star girls is Jimbo. So Jimbo, um, I've come to expect really good things from her, and I will say I was a little disappointed this week. It felt a bit small, um, and I don't know. This just was not her night. I, I did like that she made the hat a wig. Um, that was kind of cool, but other than that, I wanted more. I'll give this a 59. I don't know. I'm not into it. I didn't really like a lot of this for whatever reason it might be the hair instead of a hat moment that we have going on here that brought me out of it during the runway I'm, that might be what it is i don't know it just i don't like it 40. well uh i'm going to be very controversial i loved it that's not controversial I thought it was sickening. I lived for the fact that Jimbo put her Jimbo camp on it and changed the hat into a wig. Um, but also at the same time, I love the fact that like one of the like few times this season that she hasn't given us that waka waka clown thing that she usually does. And she was like, oh no, Jimbo can still give you pretty and sexy. The mug was bright. I will very much give Jimbo that. I was like, Jimbo, you're painted down. I'll give you that girl. The body was bright. It was very, very, very sophisticated camp, almost. Like it was almost glam camp. Like something that I feel like that we see a lot from James or something that we never really see from Jimbo. Yeah, yeah, very Manila-ish. Very, this is something very that Manila would do. And the hat would probably have a white streak in it. Like very yeah. that. Um, 
So I honestly, I gave this a 90. Mm -hmm. Yeah, she, she looks great. I love that she didn't, you know, try and be extra and make it Jimbo. But she was still creative in making the hat wig. I appreciate that she just came out and just served us a Grace Jones look. Um, with that being said, she looks amazing. Um, I'm gonna give her an 85. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Th this was really good. Like, um, I love how, um, it kind of matches the whole like cage dress type thing. And then also adds like an added effect with her with the corset. So, and I love the concept of like the, the wig as a hat. Cause of course, wig hair everything now i can't unsee this now because like i just have this in my mind in this picture specifically why does jimbo's mug look like pangina i hate myself not does that. it <laughs> a little bit uh, well it's very it's very pretty girl for jimbo jimbo doesn't do pretty girl all the time mm -hmm. uh, yeah that's what i mean because like um, it's very pretty girl so jimbo's more more so like clown, but very like very regal for Jimbo to do this. I'll say I'll just say that. Um ninety. I think I'm in the middle because I don't hate it, but I don't love it. I feel like it's something the dress everything looks good. Like the dress looks good. The hair wig is the hat wig like very clever, very, you know, um creative i just want some, i don't know what i want but i want something else and i think that's that's what's confusing me i think jimbo looks great i just feel like jimbo usually gives us so much i think we're, i'm spoiled i think jimbo has spoiled me because jimbo always goes the extra mile and give us something else extra and this one was a little bit flat and a little bit laid back which is not a bad quite, thing quite literally flat <laughs> yeah like jimbo i'm and, and i'm glad i'm so thankful that she didn't put on a big old breastplate like that would have just been too much for me and i would have been like okay now that now that's just ridiculous but i want something else but i don't know what i want so i i think i'm just kind of confused i i really i enjoy the look i think it's pretty i just want it to be fabulous and it's giving me pretty not fabulous. So I will give it a 67. I think for me, there's such a level of respect to Grace Jones with this look. And I think that's my favorite mm -hmm. part of this entire thing is mm -hmm. you can tell that Jimbo is doing is is emulating Grace in this very respectful way, but still making it Jimbo with the the hat made out of hair and with you know the walk and sort of like emulating in a lot of ways grace jones in the walk but still doing jimbo um this yeah. is one of my favorite things i've ever seen jimbo wear i i i'm a really big fan of this i think it was very well done i love that we're seeing jimbo without a breastplate that uh, that is that part that that's part. the versatility the judges were looking for not that they were looking for it because again jimbo's probably going to win the season anyway I don't say that in a negative way. Let me make that clear. However, I the respect put onto this is what is going to give... I'm going to give a full cup to Jimbo in this look. I really do. I enjoy it. It's well done, and it's well presented. 
So my cup is full. Yeah. To Lana's effect, where she was saying that she felt like that she was missing from Jimbo. And I feel like that, like I said, this is why I consider this more of a glam camp take than like a full on Jimbo camp take is what you're probably missing is if Jimbo was doing this as Jimbo, Jimbo would have probably came out with a large facsimile of what's supposed to be that wall behind Grace Jones stuck to his back. Mm -hmm. So he would have been walking around like he looked like the actual picture. Like that would have been the goofy part. We would have been like, oh, Jimbo, you know what I mean? But like, I kind of like that he didn't go that extra clown mile and was like, yeah, I'm going to try to change it up on you guys. Because for me, I do agree. I feel like Jimbo's probably going to win this season. But at least this adds a little bit more versatility to the resume of what he's going to get going into the finale. So it doesn't look like everything was just handed to him. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like that I'm kind of, I'm glad that I get to see something a little bit different. Okay, let me, let me retract because I keep looking at it and the more I look at it, the more I like it. But <laughs> I also understand the respect level that you mentioned, Logan. That kind of was like, you know, yeah, let me retract a little bit. I will give it a 79 because I feel like, yeah, I feel like the respect element is there and I can appreciate that, that you didn't go full Jimbo for Grace Jones because this is still about Grace Jones and you. And she gave us a nod of Jimbo but a respectful great show. So, yeah. And we're going to go very quickly through the fame game looks. There's oh only four, God. thankfully. So, starting with Monica Beverly Hills, David. Um, this is fine. I'll give it a 38. 15. Monica, I love you. And I know for a fact that my niece, Trisha Can, who makes all of your outfits, take a drink. <laughs> Did not make this leg avenue bodysuit with a cape on it. That's a 10. <laughs> I'm gonna just say this really quick. Monica, I'm gonna need you to lend me some of the HM and Forever 21 gift cards that you have <laughs> so I can get me some. <laughs> Please. <Maybe>. Absolutely not. <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> Dang, okay. Um <laughs> It's passable, but I wouldn't say it's like groundbreaking. Literally, she's breaking the ground. But eh, that's fine. Um, Forty. And that's uh, generous. Ten. Uh, Twelve, and it's just for the tits. <laughs> <laughs> um, can you? Uh, I'm admitting my cordial plea. Cool. <laughs> Okay. David. Yeah, don't don't really care for this. This is a twenty-five. Hey, it's a broken fucking cup. Moving on. Fuming. <laughs> <laughs> Chop, baby. This is not Grace Jones in any way. This is J Lo. The hair does not match. The bodysuit is from Drag Stop. Three. Three. I'm pleading. I'm sorry, Miss. Interesting. Like, I feel like this is an opposite for me. Like, I actually like this in a way. I say in a way, not not like. But I do see where you're coming from because it's like, this is because it's white and gold. This is black and gold. And but I do agree with the wig. It's not giving Grace Jones so. Um, also a 40. 
I'm bleeding because this is horrible. Uh, <laughs> can you break out those chopsticks again real quick for me, darling? <laughs> I, will say, I will say it is a gorgeous bodysuit, but because I've seen yeah. her in a quite few of those, it's time to switch it up. And also, it's too much of a contrast. What is the head? What is the headpiece on her head that in no way looks like the one Grace has on her head? <laughs> now, I see no way. Comment on the body suit. Up, Mr. Talent today, Plead. Miss Kasha Davis. Other than it being kind of wrinkly, I really like this. I'll give her a sixty. You know, last week I was, uh, there was a joke made that this is who I'm voting for. Uh, <laughs> fame games. No. Last this week, is your fame game winner. I'm voting for the fame games. This is who I'm voting for the fame games. <laughs> uh, this is a solid 90. I really love this book. I will agree with David. Um, I do under, I do get, I do see the wrinkles that do kind of bug me because I, I feel like that it's just, it's supposed to be like a pleated fabric and it's not really like accordion, accordion kind of pleated like the other one. Is. It's just kind of pleated like on top of each other. So it looks kind of dowdy, but I like the hat and I love the concept. And I feel like that she's reaching farther than any of the other uh, girls uh, in the fame games has that I've seen so far. I mean, oh, just wait. a couple to see. Um, so for this one, since this is, since I'm going, we're going to order, uh, I am going to give her uh, 85. Yeah, this is all her comfort zone. She looks great. Lana needs to see the back of this dress. No, she does. No, no, no. Uh, <laughs> you don't. This, I'm honestly, I'm going to give her a 90. Just the wrinkles. Yeah. Hmm. No, this is great. Very out of Kasha's, out of Kasha's comfort zone. Because, like, I don't think I've ever seen, like, a dress, like, of Kasha that's bigger than what she's used to. So this is great. Um, also a 90. Is Lana looking up right now? I don't know. Am I? I were, you, were you looking at the, were you looking, were you trying to look for the look? No, I was, um, uh, my, my niece called me to wish me a happy birthday. <laughs> Um, Kennedy called me to wish me happy birthday. Oh. I love this for Kasha Davis. I think this is so much better than anybody who we've seen so far. And so I can do nothing but be happy about that she's going above and doing something extra. This week, Brooke, I will probably agree with you. I will vote for Kasha Davis if this was the look for this week. Because just this wait. Just <laughs> wait. Wait a minute. I'm just saying for this week, maybe, possibly. I will probably vote for her, but I love this look. I will give it a, a 85. Ass out, Kasha Davis, period. It's a 90. Darian fucking Lake. Yeah, this was good. I, I forgot about this one. Um, this is a solid 75. Um, so it's time for the Brooke to pull a weird reference that they got when they looked, uh, looked for the first time. I really did get Jafar from Aladdin out of this, but I'm here for it. Um, <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> you see it too. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yes, but, I do. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Regardless. Uh you know, Darian is making me have pause on if I'm gonna vote for Kasha or not because she's been killing the fame game since she got the boot. Um this is a full. So for me I have one objective question because I didn't see all I didn't see any of the fame game runways, to be mm -hmm. honest with you. Um 
Is the bottom of Darian's outfit pants or one outfit or like a dress? It's a skirt, so it's all one dress together. I pulled a really weird uh, shot because there were a lot of weird shots with her runway. So it's an angled uh, gown that goes in at the waist, out in that kind of angle, and then it goes mm -hmm. down in almost like a geometric uh, silhouette. Okay. So that's what you're missing on the bottom. Okay. So for me personally, I do not hate this look at all. I think it's very sickening. I think it's very risky for Darian. It's not really along her style point of view. So I think that's really kind of uh, sickening. I do agree. I did get Jafar vibes from this. I got Disney villain for some reason from this. Um, a little bit more than Grace Jones. I feel like that I would have thought of this as like a, like, I feel like if it was white and black instead of red and black, it would read more Cruella DeVille than it would read Grace Jones for me. Um, I'm not that crazy about the fact that the hats don't match. I do wish that the top hat that she had, it could have been the same size, but just all completely black. I think with it being that black and red and having it match the outfit, I think that is what adds a, a, a hair more costume to it than I want for it to be and not so much fashion. Um, I also do wish that it was pants at the bottom as opposed to a dress because then I do feel like that would have been more of a riskier silhouette for Darian is to do some kind of like oversized harem pet as opposed to doing something that of course is really cute and nipped in at the waist and shows off her figure, but it's still at the end of the day, it's just a dress that hits the ground. Um, I would give this a 65. Um, she looks great. Um, eighty-five. <laughs> yeah, the the Disney villain vibe is like no. Now that Brooke mentioned that, I was just like, oh, lovely. <laughs> yeah. But uh, now, and then when Eve mentioned um Corella Deville, it's really giving Jafar meets Corella Deville in a way. But not bad. Um, I do agree. I wish the hat was more um like less than over the top. But overall, I like this. This is a 75 for me. I, I didn't hate hat. it. I didn't hate it. I liked it. I, it. It was cute. It was, yeah, I would give it a 70. For me, she did what needed to be done. Overflowing. This is one of my favorite. Thank you. This is one of my favorite things Darian Lake has ever worn on Drag Race. And I keep saying that. I'm so happy that I'm going to keep saying that this is my Fame Games winner right now. Okay. 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 Darian is impressing me every week with the runway. Oh. Mm. Darian, Darian is currently my Fame Games winner. She has impressed every episode except for that Billy Eilish. I wouldn't say that she's my current Fame Game winner because I feel like that I've been growing so much warmer to a lot more of her looks like some of the last couple of ones. I still feel like the first couple of ones to me were a little bit safe. Like she was almost kind of getting in like a little bit. But I get that. I, yeah. yeah. I don't know what you're talking about. Um, but uh, it's mostly her as the world turns look. <laughs> oh no, That I was just, that was just a drag stop bodysuit. And I was like, uh. That was a read on Logan, not you, Eve. No. <laughs> <laughs> but um, anyway, we get a challenge winner, and the winner of the challenge is Katie Muse. I agree. All right. No more buying. Because of how I didn't really like her runway, it would be a dispute. But they liked it, so that's okay. 
So we're going to go around in a circle now. Brooke has said their, their piece. We're going to go Eve up and around and down. Who would be your winner of this challenge? For me, taking into account uh, performance and runway, I feel like because they had a strong, edgy runway, it was someone that very much embodied Grace Jones when they presented themselves. Also, as well, in the performance, I think they did a really good job with the role that they had. And the role that they had was not one of the easier roles, and they still nailed that. And nine times out of ten with a lot of the past productions, usually the people, they get the harder roles, even if they do nail it, still at least make it into the top to get some kind of critique. So for me, with both of those two combined, my winner would have been Alexis. Mr. Talented. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, yeah, um, it's. I feel like I scored them the same amount on their outfit. But to break the time, I'm kind of going to have to say Lallery and Alexis a close second. Definitely. No, for me, it was Lallery. Okay. Uh, I was going to say Lallery. <laughs> I felt like the outfit in, yeah, yeah. I think Eve is reading my mind because legit every single thing you said is exactly what I was going to say. My winner was Alexis Michelle. Sorry, I had myself muted. Um, yeah, my winner was hands down the only one that made me laugh a lot and really killed it with the runway, and that's La La Ree. And I would have picked Candy. I know I already said I would have picked Candy just because I think I don't count the runway much when it comes to challenges. I never have. Um, and I think in the performance, Candy is the I want to keep rewatching. So Candy was my favorite winner. Yeah, she did I, great. She, I love the performance. Yeah, don't run. get me wrong. Candy's performance was great. That I song. Think Candy, I think Candy, Lala, or Alexis could have won this challenge, and I would have been. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Yeah. And we unfortunately have a bottom two of James Mansfield and Kahana Montrese. We already talked about our bottom twos. Lip Sync Assassin. Nigeria Paris Van Michaels. My mother. <laughs> a oh, lot of people, <laughs> a lot of people said, now are you bringing back Lip Sync Assassins or are you just bringing back girls from season 14? Because <laughs> I love Nigeria. It's like, the girl is sweet as apple pie with ice cream on top, but Lip -sync she is a park, she's a park and bark kind of girl. So I, it's like, I, I would say that before this episode, I would have tended to agree with you. However, this lip sync for me proved why Angeria is a lip sync assassin. And I do think there were a lot of lip syncs on season 14 that Angeria killed radio for me i loved injurious performance in that but that's just me personally and they're lip thinking to my cabbage patch queen goddess like come on mm -hmm. and they look thinking really... i'm not perfect but i'm perfect for you by grace jones of course of course of course i will agree yeah, this, this this song was very fit in injurious wheelhouse of like of like how she commands when she performs with it not be because i mean it's grace grace jones wasn't a kicking and bucking and splitting time to performer anyway. So like this, this was this was a tough one, but a good one. And I this think it shows how much they've like refined the lip sync assassin twist. 
from like season five when Kennedy Davenport got Reba McIntyre oh. to, yeah. to like people getting songs that really match their vibe. I think the only person who really for the season was Pangina. Uh-huh. Yeah. So I mean. Uh-huh. Well, no, also at the same time when they gave Chanel, um, what was it? Bad reputation. Yeah. Yeah. It was like the, Chanel sitting there trying to rock out. And I'm like, what? The girl that wore like a costume from the original Broadway production of Beauty and the Beast when she walked into All Stars uh, is like, okay. The of the great <laughs> fight, fight, Chanel. That is true. She ha- She is a winner. I will say, this is my favorite lip sync of the season so far. I agree. Fair. Well, I will mm, say, actually, I love, you know what? Yeah. I love, yeah. Um, I love Angeria a lot, but I don't really think she's an assassin. I'm not going to lie. I think I she like dialed it probably... in. No, go ahead. I think they told her, oh, take it easy. We don't want to have four losses in a row. Or three losses in a row. Honestly, I think that's how she would have performed it, regardless. Yeah, like she. Candy, I feel like Candy's a really good performer. I feel like they both just performed to the best of their abilities when it came to to the lip sync. Mm, I what? don't know. Maybe I'm just I mean, uh, a little bit more. Uh, I don't know. Jaded. <laughs> the fact that I think her and Raja both were told to phone it in. Well, Raja always phones it in. Raja is not. Oh, well, oh, sorry, wrong Raja. <laughs> oh, Hera. D O'Hara, thank you. <laughs> Sorry, Mr. Talented, you were saying that. Yeah, regardless of whether they told Angeria to quiet down or not, James was still <clears> gonna go home because everybody else voted for her. So it really wouldn't make a difference. It would have just been more extra money. Yeah, because but also we have to remember Candy doing hit him up style and looking like this. This this screaming, sweaty, what was she covered in that black and white outfit or whatever? Uh-huh. She was like, emotional, like into it, like everything. So it was one of those kind of things where I'm like, if it would have been one of those kind of kicking buttons, looking, splitting kind of like numbers, Candy would have been able to hold her own. Like, I feel like that even if they would have told the other girl to hold up a little bit, Candy would have still put up a real fight. Like, it wouldn't have looked like a complete gimme to her. Yeah. So I also want to say uh, the spoilers for this episode were wrong by the way, uh, which is kind oh. of a gag. Oh, wow. Uh, the spoilers said that Lala won this challenge, but that clearly did not happen, oh. even though maybe it should have. However, um, the lip sync winner, Candy Moose, $30,000. Good for you, gal. And James Mansfield has been eliminated. Gag. Gag. And I was Well, Mr. Talented, you alluded to it earlier, and I was going to bring it up here. Heidi did reveal on social media that because of the uh, the first challenge where James had missed some choreo and still ended up in the top, apparently she had a target on her back from day one. That's something I would have liked to see in the edit. I would mm-hmm. have liked to see any of that stuff, but instead our story has been preoccupied by a lot of different other factors I think it's just very unfortunate that we lose James here because I think James was on such an upward trajectory. I'm so happy that James was on this season to show the fact that she has grown as an entertainer, as a queen. I'm thrilled that James was here. And I'm really sad to see her go here. I know. As someone who has followed James Mansfield since season nine, on her YouTube, on a lot of like wrestling content, she's a big wrestling fan as well. 
Uh, she covers a lot of my bases. So seeing James back on the show, I was so happy. I am so happy she was here. I really think that if she would have stayed another week, she had a very good chance of making it to the finale. Um, especially knowing next week's another fucking comedy challenge. Um, yeah. But, you know, like, James almost guaranteed to make top five at that point, probably even the finale by then. And I think this is going to go down as one of the most controversial eliminations in All-Stars. Uh, it's already been very controversial on Twitter. So if you want to look into that. But, and the preview. Oh, Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, honestly, like, what happened to we voting on track record? Like, this whole conversation on everybody was saying, oh, we're voting on track record. We're voting on track record. And if we vote on, if we vote on track record, Kahana still there? If we vote on track record? Like, okay. I don't... I Ms. mean, Kasha Davis shouldn't have left when she left if they were voting. I, that's right. what I'm saying. I'm I'm like, we're not doing that, but we're constantly saying that's what we're doing. And it's like, well, if we're going to do that, let's do that. But if we're not going to do that, let's not say we're doing it. And what completely, I, yeah, what completely blew my mind is the fact that every single every person one. voted for James. So I was like, it made me think of when India and them were all arguing during her season and she said that people were campaigning against her and she had to get everybody's vote. I was like, this had to be some behind the scenes they unanimous link up for them all together to go, yeah, we're all going to vote for James because there was no logical reason as to why they would have sent James home, every single one of them. Unless, like like everyone was saying, it was because they were a threat. And James was 100% right when they said that. It was like, because I'm a threat. I'm like, yeah, it is. Because this is the first time you've ever been in the bottom. And you haven't been doing bad at all. That first time she shouldn't have been in the bottom either. Because, yeah, they were all just as a group and they shouldn't have been. Like that, yeah, it, yeah. As a group, James was the second best in her group. Darian was the best in their group. The bottom two would have been Alexis, Michelle, and Zahana. And... Looking Honestly, at, would went home. And, and Kahana, and no, yeah, Kahana would have went home at that point. But like looking at as a whole, this is why I have been so against All Stars Eight in terms of like how it's being edited, how it's being presented to us. It's giving me a lot of All Stars Five energy because, and even then, All Stars Five at least had drama, like good, entertaining drama and iconic stuff. Like this is why Derek Barry don't like you. Like I, I just for me, it's giving. This, oh, go ahead that we are supposed to be entertained by in terms of like our production. Sure, Jimbo was doing very well in the competition, probably going to win, right? But part of the fun of Drag Race is having multiple contenders. So that way, when you have people to root for, it's like subjective and you can have like your own personal attachment. If you don't have an attachment to Jimbo, which spoiler alert, I don't, then what am I supposed to find enjoyment out of them this season? David, I know and you have opinions, okay. so I'm going to throw it to you real quick. I'm so sorry, Eve. Go ahead. Go ahead. No problem. Oh, it's okay. Um, yeah. So I don't. I don't want to make it seem like I'm dancing on James's grave because I'm very sad for James's fans. Um, <laughs> but for me, if I was there voting, I would be voting based on my opinion of track record, not based off of what the judges are arbitrarily giving out because we don't even agree with them half the time. For me. I think James and Kahana have not had the best runs in this competition. I think Kahana has had two very strong episodes. 
I think James has had one very strong episode. So I would have sent James home for sure. The one being Snatch Game? Yes. I disagree, but I understand what you're saying. Yep. And I, I mean, thought the first episode and the ball, I thought were very strong for Kahana. I mean, and Jake should not have been in the top dot first episode, which I think we all agreed on. Oh, yeah, sure. <laughs> I mean, well, for me, yeah. though, also, James did really well in RDR Live as well. Like, and yeah. I, my opinion, I thought James did really well in the trailers challenge to bottom. Like, I blame Alexis Michelle for a lot of that. So, and the concept in general, which was Darian's idea. So, when you look yeah. at on the whole, like, I don't think James has had a bad run. I no, think, right. which, which, James yeah, had a very safe run. Yeah, mm-hmm. Kahana outside. And of I personally like Kahana better as the cat than I like James in RDR Live. Okay. Fair. Oh, I do. But I understand. Um, for me, I feel like the issue that I'm having with this season is it's 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 not making me think of All Stars Five. It's making me think of All Stars Seven. How it had gotten to a point where it did seem like all of the challenges and everything were tailored for a specific person, or were, or the track was set up for a specific person. Like even Kahana commenting on it for next episode, saying, "Oh my God, another comedy challenge." I was, and I just thought about that. I was like, "Wow, this makes me think of some of those other seasons where it seemed like almost all the challenges were all either comedy or acting challenges." So those were the seasons where you had people like Jinx or like Bianca shining out of nowhere even then they didn't have that many makeover challenges or design challenges or things like that. Like, I don't know if we'll get a makeover challenge this season or not, you know what I mean? Or another design challenge. If the, uh, the next one's gonna be a comedy, comedy challenge and then we'll have one more challenge before the finale, right? Yeah, and the other thing for me too is because we've had literally, this is going to be the fourth comedy challenge out of seven episodes. Like take that into consideration. That's some season seven-ish. Like we're we're it's kind of borderline ridiculous here that we're not getting a variety of things to look at because really when you think about it we've only had the ball two performance challenges and then three comedy now four comedy challenges we haven't had a we single. haven't had a girl group challenge yeah we haven't but one. it's one is kind yeah of we one. did episode one kind of. looking at the thing it's kind of same with um all star six because all star six. By this point, most of it was acting because they had the variety show, ball, then the advert, the improv, the acting, and the musical. So that's three out of six, you know, kind of similar. So I would just say the improv. I would just I, say the it just wasn't so right. More. Yeah, they only had two huh? that because you had the headliner show was a performance challenge. The ball was episode two, like regardless of anything even if it were the exact same it would have been too much then and it's too much now we like i am so sad we're not going to get things probably there's no way we're going to be able to get a sewing challenge and a makeover in the season unless they make the makeover a sewing challenge which they will yeah. never do so like <laughs> yeah from what from what we understand just to quell everyone's curiosities and then we'll close out Allegedly, the season is 11 episodes. Allegedly, there is a makeover. There may or may not be a comeback. I don't... There it are, should. Yeah. Logan's going beep boop. Yeah. Talk. 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 Oh Talk. Talk. 
Fuck that Latina. Are we back? Are we back? I hate this. You're back. Welcome to my world. Welcome to my life. Literally. Um. So alleged. So the other thing is, uh, a lot of the tea's been wrong this season, and the Reddit, the subreddit that has all the tea, is now a private subreddit. As it should be. Fuck Reddit. Okay, that's not the conversation we're having here. But what I'm saying is, <laughs> allegedly there are 11 episodes. Allegedly there are more things coming. Well, on that note, we'll wait and see. We'll wait and see. Thank you so much for joining us for All Stars 8, Episode 6, our two-hour extravaganzas, which is usual now, and we're used to it. So thank you for joining us. It used to be three. Uh, Like, comment, share, follow us. Do the YouTube things, because you're on YouTube. You know how to do the YouTube things. Get your merch. Do the things. Follow us. Follow each of us. Do things and stuff and stuff and things. Yeah. Cheers. Cheers. Wait, we're still here. Delicious. Wait, we're still here. (laughs) It was the wrong thing. (laughs) Now we're gone. Everything's fine. (laughs) Now we're gone.